I'm so annoyed with my short hair. I just wanted to. It's like that really annoying middle length. I just wanted to grow longer. I don't think it's that uh, middle. I don't know. I think it's. I mean, it's short middle. It's almost middle. It's getting there. Collarbone length. It's like your um, the way your hair. I look like a beetle. I look like a beetle. (laughs) Well, I mean. I mean, the Beatles went through, uh, like, all the hairs, I think. They went through every hair uh, phase there could possibly be, from, like, short mm-hmm. to long. No, I was going to say, you look, uh, um, your hair shape is more, like, racial from Friends. It's the, oh. you know, it's the thing. It's that. I, I was thinking I looked kind of like Ron Weasley, Goblet of Fire-esque. Why did they all- <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is it... <laughs> <laughs> just 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 think just think of your just think of it as racial from friends. Okay. Cut yourself mm-hmm. some slack. All right. Yeah. Don't 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 um don't look at yourself as if you're Paul McCartney or Ronald Weasley. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this new... Wait, let's do that again. I don't remember what I... What did we say in the start? (laughs) Welcome to a new episode of... Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm keeping that in, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Older But Not Smarter podcast. This week, we are talking about growing up i'm danny and i am joined as always by my best bud eric hi there you go hi growing up growing up i think we've been ever since we talked about um suicide and depression we've gone Mm -hmm. to we've gone we've gone through a uh all our topics are depressing no i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) dating covid growing up growing up we're all just reminding ourselves that hey we're getting older the world is ending nothing is right (laughs) not right well growing up tell me dj why why exactly did for you why did why did you come up with this because you're the one who came up with this uh topic so why yeah i mean we are significantly older now than when we first met so i thought it would be a great idea to talk about what we may have learned from all these years of being alive true for those of you who are just listening in for the first time just a bit of context me and dj have been best friends since she was in the second grade and i was in the fifth grade so that made us how old were you again i keep forgetting how old you are yeah and then i was probably what 11 something yeah. like that yeah so we've been friends for a long time and we are now um older <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to you want yeah. to say how old you are you're older well, i'm 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 now 28 and dg is 25 yes i turned 25 there we go this like, year yeah this year a couple months ago yeah right so uh we've been friends for a long time and we've seen each other go through stuff and we've seen, uh, but uh, I think we've talked about this before that there was a, a bit of a gap, um, yeah. like a year or two. 
but we pretty much we pretty much grew up together, right, DG? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. All right. So yes, growing up, and as per usual, um, DG will uh, DG has some questions for us. Uh, DG. Yes, I do. Go All ahead. All right, we're we're gonna start off strong, and <laughs> it it. What do you miss most about being a kid? Being forced to take naps. Forced. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's something they made they made us do. They're like, you have to take a nap, right? Especially, especially if you're a Filipino. Like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, if you're if you're Filipino and it's like two p.m., like you gotta <laughs> take a nap. Like after lunch, you have to take a nap. And then I remember like hating it when I was a kid, and now like I just <laughs> I really want I really just want to take naps. Also, just the just the freedom and innocence of everything, like not mm-hmm. caring about anything. So, um, when yeah. I was when back in the Philippines, I I studied um, until I think the first grade back in mm-hmm. the Philippines. But when I was in like kindergarten, and I still remember this, um, school was basically like half day, like mm-hmm. you're you're there until lunch. So it's either and then you're either in the morning class or like the afternoon class. And so because I was in the morning class, I would get home, eat lunch, um, sleep. And then, um, what, and then after I sleep, I would wake up, uh, watch some TVs, watch some cartoons before going out playing and then do your homework. Like that was the, that was, that, that was life back then. Yeah. And I and I also remember like did you ever have what was the what was the youngest age uh when you had a what uh, had a computer Oh jeez Like what's your first memory of having a computer I was definitely already a teenager like for a while my my family was just using like internet cafes remember those Oh right Yeah I think I was definitely 14 15 when i but, had my first laptop but 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 did you ever have did you ever have a computer like uh, or a desktop computer in your house that that's that wasn't connected to the internet oh yeah when I, we'd visit the philippines and we'd stay at my aunt's house she had like the clunky desktop setup you have to yeah. connect it to the internet and it takes forever yeah yeah so um, back when I was like in my first interaction with a, uh, my first experience with a computer was just a freaking, I didn't, uh, it was just a computer. I didn't even know that um, internet existed. And mm-hmm. so like any, like any other person who probably for most, for most people out there who had their first encounter with a computer, the first thing I did was paint, you know, Microsoft paint. Oh, my, oh yeah. Freaking and love that was- Microsoft. And that was so fun. Like I remember, ha- I, re- I remember having that at home and just like wanting to rush home real bad because I just want to play on the computer. I just want to do Microsoft Paint. Uh, yeah, and, and this was still in the Philippines. So uh, I, I came here to Thailand at what, seven, eight years old. So yeah, so I was pretty, uh, really, really young. So yeah, how about you, DJ? What's, what's yours? Like your what I miss about being a kid is I think when like just my mom preparing food for me and having like a lunchbox with a little snack in it. Oh yeah, 
I just thought it was so cute when you like open your lunchbox and you have your little cupcake for dessert after you have right. food. Oh, it's dude, like, do you what? Do you remember like back when we were in school, we would we would we constantly trade. swap. Yeah, we yeah. we would trade lunches every like every day. Like I like your what was it? There were certain things that, like when you had this food and like oh I like I like the way Tita Grace cooks that and then you always mm-hmm. got my mom's like she would have this like the longanisa like home homemade. Yeah, oh longanisa. man, your mom's longanisa is the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and then every time we would have that, I was like, okay, let's switch, switch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. What do you remember about the place you grew up? Well, I mean, technically, I grew up here in Tha- in Thailand. Um, although I still consider Philippines home. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this is like second home, so I don't know. Um, I, uh, in term uh, in terms of the in terms of here, I don't know if I re- if there was really that sort of difficulty to adjust. I remember, like, I remember hearing the news that we were gonna move here. And I was just really excited because I was a kid who had never been on a plane before. And so I was just like, oh, yay. Like, and, and going to another country. Um, although at that time, my parents were pretty distraught because, like, you know, they were, uh, they were going away from their families. They were going away from their homes. And, yeah. um, and my dad basically, my, my dad basically was just transferred here. Like, he had no choice. So it's mm. either like he go- he goes here or he just finds finds new work, and mm-hmm. finding a job uh, in the Philippines was difficult back then, probably much mm. more difficult now. So mm. yeah, so when I when I came here, I was just excited pretty much, even though my mom is just like, oh, it's not um uh, it's not a Christian nation. We might not we might not be able to go to church anywhere. That's her. Uh, that's her um, number one concern. And then there's also the fact that well, it's not really that different from the Philippines. <laughs> like um, it, it would have really been. Isn't. No. Yeah. It, it really isn't. And it would have been great if we went somewhere like you know I don't know Australia or I don't know like somewhere. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, growing up here was pretty. I mean, it was a, it was pretty normal. I had like I had friends in, I had friends in my uh, in the apartment we stayed in the first year, and even uh, even the apartment we we lived in the other time, uh, the next one, you know, uh, neighbors. So mm-hmm. uh, who were still who were also Filipino, um, and then you know we got, we found the church and the the people in the church are still people that I know. So for the past 20 years, they're still the people that uh, uh, we're with. They're the people who saw me grow up. So yeah, growing up was pretty, uh, uh, growing up here was pretty fun. Although it's interesting because when you, uh, immediately when someone asked me like, well, something about growing up, my mind immediately goes to the Philippines. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but it's, uh, but I did grow up here. But I feel like I grew up in the Philippines, even though I stayed there only for like seven years, <laughs> seven, eight years. Maybe it's because like I go, I went home like for the first couple of years in uh, when we stayed here, I went home there every year. But yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun. 
DJ, how about you? What was it like? Oh, how what what age did you come here? In in I Bangkok? think I was like three, turning four. Wow. Yeah. So you really yeah. so you so you really did grow up here. Did you did you go home like every year like I did like regularly? To no, the I didn't go home until I was eleven. That was the first time I went home. And so that was like you don't have any memories of the Philippines back when you were like a kid. I do remember when I was a kid, like living in my mom's house and my dad's house. And like, they would like, you know, cause my parents aren't together. So I would like switch like on the right. weekends. I remember that. I remember like Christmas at Lola's house, even though there, I've only probably spent like two or three. I remember... I don't remember too much. Hmm. No, because no, I have pictures, cool. which what helps me remember. And I can't tell if I'm just imagining it based off right. the picture. Because or you if were I really young. remember it. Yeah. But I do remember like my nursery daycare thing where, yeah. you know, I'd go to class and I have my little lunchbox. Those are my memories. I remember a funeral. I remember... I had like an international day at my kindergarten and I was like Miss Argentina. And so my mom's friend kind of <laughs> so, 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 sue me. Sewed. Sewed. Yeah. Sewed me like a getup. It was like nice. bright pink, purple and white. It was, oh my God. it was an eyesore, but it was a lot of love went into that. I really that appreciate it. That reminds me of something else that my, uh, that I wore to back when I was a kid. But anyways, but what was it like um, when you finally moved here? What was what was it like growing up here? And also, like, yeah, you were uh, you're growing up here, and you know, it's only you and your mom, and you're in, in another country. Did you did you ever feel yeah. like it was another country? But or do you just feel that Thailand is your home? Bangkok is my home. Yeah, I don't consider the Philippines home. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but. I guess for a long time, it didn't register to me that I was in another country because I was so young. I was just like, oh, it's like another place. It it was similar enough to the Philippines that I didn't really feel like it was very different. And I couldn't understand Tagalog anyway, so I couldn't really understand Thai. So like, it didn't really matter to me either way. I was just right. like that little Filipino kid who spoke English and everyone had to like accommodate me because i couldn't speak tagalog or thai and then i learned thai and then i was it was good i can communicate with people picked up thai pretty well then i forgot it and then i picked it up again <laughs> so so did, were you speaking thai rather fluently back when you were a kid yeah i went to a bilingual kindergarten school so Dang, I didn't in the morning that. i'd have classes in english and in the afternoon i'd have classes in thai yeah, math hits differently when your teacher is yelling at you in Thai. I did not know that because when we yeah. met, you basically were just speaking English. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot oh. all of the Thai I learned when I moved to the school we met at for elementary. But kindergarten, I was speaking in Thai and I was speaking fluently because yeah. all my friends were Thai and we'd play in Thai and talk in Thai. I mean, I I guess because you're so immersed. And what what age did you move? Uh, did you move to when you were? Uh, what age were you when you moved to the other school? 
I was about seven or eight. Yeah. Cause I skipped the first grade to the first grade. I was the first grade I was ever in was the second grade because I skipped the first grade. That was, that's a uh, little confusing, but yeah. Right. Wait, so, so what, yeah, what grade were you in when you, when you first went to that school? Second grade. Cause I oh, so that was the first grade. Your, so that was your first year too. When we met. Mm-hmm. I think oh, it was okay. just like my third quarter or fourth quarter when I met you, like the second half of my school year when I met you. So I was there for a couple of quarters. It was an American school system, so we did first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. I thought we met at the beginning of the year. Did we? I might yeah. I might have mixed it up. Okay, then maybe it was like my you didn't, second quarter. You, no, no, you didn't you didn't you didn't join the school at like in the middle of the year. You joined in no, the, I was at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah, we met at the beginning of the year, man. We it was did? The very first, yeah, it was the very first day of school, bro. I don't remember that. I remember being first, alone for a while and, like, crying. It's the first day of school. We, we, we met the first day of school. We, we were in the same band. Did we? If I remember correctly, yeah. Because I, I, I remember I was there for at least a few weeks before they were like, hey, guess what? We got a surprise for you. <laughs> Because I didn't, I never joined mid year or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I joined like in the, I joined at the beginning of the year. But I may, I don't know. Maybe was I in a different van or something? I, I think remember. you were. We weren't in the same van until like the third grade. I remember that's when. We no, 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 no. No, we were we were in the same van my first year in school. No, not third oh, grade, really? bro. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, memory's fuzzy. It was ages ago. Point is, uh, Eric and I met young and became besties. This just proves how old we're getting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next question. What's the weirdest fad you remember? It's going to get mm. really cringe. <laughs> I think it's come back to style now, but like having wearing like oversized stuff. Mm, yeah. Yes. That, so that was the big thing in the nineties, right? You go like, go yeah. watch friends, like see, <laughs> like, like that's there. That was the style that I grew up on, but the, I guess it wasn't, I wasn't doing it knowingly or whatever, but um, my parents really did. Uh, not really dictated, but they they influenced me on how to dress, and they were like saying, "Oh, oh this is good. This is, yeah, this is good. This is nice. This is good." And and most of their, most of their, the, well, the stuff they buy for me, you know, it's the you know the baggy the baggy jeans or baggy khaki <laughs> pants or um, what do you what, uh, what do you call the the pants with many pockets? I forget cargo, cargo pants. Yeah, cargo. Oh pants. my gosh. I forgot i forgot it because i like i'm trying to repress the memories you know so um, <laughs> the traumatic uh, memory of dressing yeah. up in cargo pants like cargo pants cargo shorts and oversized t-shirts you know with no mm-hmm. like you know it's a very like dad style and that's mm-hmm. what i that's basically my whole style i think dg can attest to this for the whole like i think i until i was 21 it was at 21 where I finally <laughs> seriously. It was like at 21 where I, where I was like, um, yep, I'm gonna go try something else. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest fad I remember was in like 2000 from 2012 to 14, I think. 
everyone wore like rimmed glasses that didn't have glasses in it because of Korean Ooh. pop stars. And that became a thing in the Philippines too because they love Korean culture. And okay. obviously Thailand okay. does as well. And so that was like a fad. And I'm pretty sure I made my mom buy me like the thick rimmed glasses. Because this was at a time where I didn't wear glasses yet. I didn't right. start wearing glasses until I was like 16 or something. So I was like about 13, 14 here. And that was cringe. And like people would, like I would wear it. I'd think like, oh, this looks so cool. This looks sick. <laughs> I would think other people would look amazing in it. And then looking back at those pictures now, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, who are you? So, yeah, that was the weirdest fad. I remember that everyone just willingly like wore glasses without lenses that were like thick rimmed okay so if that was a fad then i then i then i'll admit that i was part of that fad too (laughs) (laughs) but mine no mine had lenses mine had lenses they just they just didn't have like a grade to them (laughs) they were just they were just clear um they were glasses for style that's Mm -hmm. it and I remember mm-hmm. I would go all the way to, um, because the one, I couldn't find them here for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But the, the only one, the only store that I knew sold them was over at Mega Bangna. And um, that, was pre- that was pretty far away from my home back then. But mm-hmm. I would still make the trip to go there to just buy <laughs> these glasses. And do you remember, like, remember back when we were at school, like the huge mm-hmm. uh, another fad was remember mp3 players ipod <gasps> oh iPod yeah was mp3 players yeah oh dude no 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 no. remember back no back then because we were we were in the we, because we were bandmates what me and dg would do on the way home and this was this was interesting because she lived kind of near the school so mm-hmm. like we had what is it we had like five minutes tops to like mm-hmm. play in the back of the van. And what yeah. we were doing was before MP3 players, what I had was an actual cassette player. Like it was an actual, like legit cassette player. And I had like two tapes that I brought to school with me. And then like one thing that me and DJ would play was that like we would act like we were DJ uh DJs, like on a radio program. And then we would oh share. Oh my god, earphones. I think I repressed this memory. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. We did that. We did this. So cute. Aside from uh, aside from the the clay throwing stuff that we did. Oh, dude, we got in trouble for that once. Didn't we? Didn't get in trouble. We just like um, I think someone just knew that uh, we were we were the ones throwing, but we didn't get in trouble. Yeah, we didn't get in trouble, but like the the car that we threw it at stopped, and they the van stopped, and they're like, "What was that noise? What was that?" <laughs> Uh, but we were hey, hey hey to be to be to be fair, we were throwing to like ass. We were we were throwing like little pieces of clay. It wasn't like a big chunk of clay, okay? Just yeah, little just, pellets of clay. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, we would do we would do that. We would um pretend that we were DJs of a radio show and then we I had my cassette player and then I there would there be times where I'm just like, DJ, wait, I need to rewind the song. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then we'd have to wait like and then that that'll be like i don't know 30 seconds out of the five minute van ride we had until she until she reached her house 
But yeah, uh, a few years later, we would have MP3 players. And it was the time when like everyone had different MP3 players, right? And yeah. There were... You remember those like little ones, those little like this. Shape? You had a like a zoom or something, like a very square, like, small, rectangular one. Yeah, that was like that was like the most advanced one I had. The first one I had was like this little like wafer sort of like shape thing, where if you take mm-hmm. off the top, you got the USB. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, right. Did you have that? Did you have something like that? Yeah, mine was black. It was sort of like rounded and i remember i got it because i had like a little screen so i could kind of see the title of the song so like jonas brothers Burn. yeah right like, i just I needed to be able to see the title i didn't like the ones that were just like you press the button and you kind of get surprised right and that was like what that was like one gig right that was that that yeah. was just was one like, gig or two gigs. and that would be something you brag about dude it's like exactly three has one gig or two gig that's why exact when I got that rectangular thing, the one that looked like an iPod but it wasn't an iPod, like the, mm-hmm. yeah, the zoom thing, I was so stoked because that was like mm-hmm. four gigs. Oof. Like I was so happy. Like four gigs all was it four gigs or I even, I forgot. But like, yeah, I'm just like, oh, so many songs. So many oh songs. This reminds <laughs> me of something weird that I used to do as a kid. Spill, spill. So remember how I mentioned like, you know, we didn't have like our own laptop or desktop for a while. So we are people would make use of Internet cafes. My mom and I would like usually on the weekends, we'd go to like an Internet cafe and she would like email or do her whatever, talk to her family. Right. And I was a kid, so I didn't really, you know, correspond with family back home, nor did I email. But what I would love to do is I would take floppy disks and I would... Yeah download like high quality wallpaper of my favorite cartoons so like i collected really great scooby-doo wallpaper lilo and stitch wallpaper i forgot that you had a scooby-doo and lilo and stitch phase i forgot about that oh yeah they're my obsessions but yeah i would just like store all these floppy disks with like i'd be like mom this photo's 800 by 600 pixels so big it's like not even that big quality of a wallpaper but that was like always my aim i'm like okay so 800 by 600 looks really good i'm gonna collect all these photos that are 800 by 600 well well, you see you're obviously on the right path because you you knew the pixels even back when you were a kid yeah and now you're making graphics and no but well yeah i do remember even going to internet cafes back then and it was also like oh my gosh like going to the internet cafe was such a it was such like an event you know it was a Mm -hmm. it was a privilege it was like going to the mall that's how that's how (laughs) high like going going to the internet cafe was and Mm -hmm. while my parents yeah you know they would do emails they would chat and you know Yahoo Messenger was a big thing back then. Oh yeah. Um and all I would do was go on cartoonnetwork.com and play all the freaking <gasps> flash games. Oh uh, yeah. cartoonnetwork.com, yeah. miniclip.com. Yep. And miniclip. I I loved uh-huh. Millsbury. I don't know if you remember Millsbury, but you can like decorate your house and you can like decorate I don't think your I character. played that one. Barbie yeah. barbie.com. Barbie. Oh no! Well, wow. back back when back when we were in school, our big thing was uh, Neopets. Neopets, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! What a time! Yep. What a time! 
Get it, getting the daily omelet from the giant omelet. <laughs> making sure that our making sure that our pets were fed. Oh gosh, I do remember back when I was <laughs> Okay. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I've told you this before, right? Um so I liked the girl back in I liked the girl back in school and I was like, oh you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go and hit her up on Neopets, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my was, god! Wait, because, she yeah, because, Neopets? Yeah, she was. Everyone was everyone, on Neopets. Okay, everyone bro. was on Neopets. True, 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 everyone true. was on freaking Neopets. <laughs> Neopets was the bomb, bro. Like I remember, <laughs> like I remember, um, we would go to the library at lunch just to oh, do to Neopets. Neopets yeah. yeah, just to make and sure you were that supposed our, to. So it's like kind of like a sneaky little. Yeah, just to make sure that our pets were fed. And I'm just like, I would be so like happy whenever she would reply to me. Because I'm just like, oh my gosh, she's talking to me. Hey. (laughs) But yeah, those were those are the days. And oh, okay. I remembered another fad. And I know we're spending a lot of time this question, but um the Blackberry fad was something that yeah, was something that was big back when I was in high yeah, I was in high school, right? I did for a, for a little while. I did, and the mm. BlackBerry that I had was a was not even the one with the actual buttons. I had the touchscreen BlackBerry. Ooh, fancy! Yeah, and I remember like uh, everyone had a BlackBerry then, and everyone was already like, "Oh, give me your BBM," you know, and all that stuff. Did you ever have a BlackBerry? No. I had. I feel like it was like a knockoff of a blackberry but it was twilight themed <laughs> so everything in it was twilight themed so when you turn it on instead of like a dial-up tone it would be like Aah! oh my gosh i know insane because uh... like, i had like a twilight phase as every teenage girl does and so yes. my dad's like oh you like twilight every time i have a fixation on something my dad would fully support me so if it was harry right. potter Send me Harry Potter stuff. It was like Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo stuff, Leo and Stitch, Leo and Stitch. And when I got older, it was Twilight. So he would just send me a bunch of Twilight stuff. Yeah, DG tried getting me into Twilight, and I'm just like, no. Yeah, Eric was not having it. Nope. He and could yeah. not see the appeal of Edward's glowing yellow eyes. I I I read the first page, and I was just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the BlackBerry face. But even that, even in that time, I think I had to pay like, what is it? I had to pay 500. I, d- I think I had to pay 500 just to have BlackBerry Messenger. That's how expensive Oof. internet was. Yeah. Dang. So yeah, it was a big, uh, uh, 500 or 200, I forget. But something something along that line. Just having BBM was such mm-hmm. like a, wow, amazing thing. But yeah, those were the fads. Do you remember the first cell phone you had? Like what model it was? Oh yeah, it was a Nokia. I forget the model of the Nokia. But it was so cool. I really liked that. It had like the really soft buttons and it was really small and it had like the white um like white it's it was white on the side. It was light blue. And it it was like just like the coolest little small phone. And uh, I love that phone. I really, I, I really did. 
but then and then after that i had like the n70 n72 which was like a big thing because then the nokia n series was like oh it's like really really it's, it's like you know um what was it galaxy s iphone 13 level type you know um um phones uh but yeah those those are the phones i had but i do remember that once i did i had a blackberry right mm-hmm. i had to go back down to a nokia when mm-hmm. my blackberry broke so you could imagine like my um my shame from going oh. from bbm to coming back to a phone um to a nokia, nokia phone yeah so that was the, what was your first phone my first phone was like you know those indestructible Nokia phones, right? That was my uh, first phone. The thirty-two ten. Like I don't remember the model, but like you can drop it from like a ten-story building and it would not break. It's probably the thirty-two ten. I do. My yeah. my parents had a thirty-two ten, and I I used to I used to borrow it every time just to play Snake. Play snake. Oof. Yeah. Good snake stuff. was the bomb. Yeah. yeah, and then I had like a flip phone. And then I had that sliding Ooh. phone. Yeah. You had a flip and, then, and a sliding phone? You fancy, bro. <laughs> I mean, this was growing up, you know, and I would get, it would be handed down to me. So it would be like my mom yeah. upgraded and be like, okay, yeah, yeah, here, yeah. you can have this. Um, yeah. And I would just mostly play games on it. I didn't really have a phone with internet until like junior high, I guess, or early high school. I don't know. True. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I, yeah, I didn't have one. I, I honestly didn't have one until I think I got an iPhone. Ah, here, this is a big, it's, it's not fun anymore from here on out. How <laughs> has getting, <laughs> how has getting older been for you? Oh, okay. Well, I make a, I make a lot of jokes about growing older just because, you know, it's funny. <laughs> mm-hmm going older has been um has been good i have to say um i'm i'm blessed uh, aside from what i talked about in like you know the suicide depression and all that aside from that i'm blessed to have grown up in a you know in a loving family i'm blessed mm-hmm. to have had like a childhood that was you know that was fun mm-hmm. and i'm 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 honestly sort of surprised that i that i still remember uh, a lot well a majority of my childhood because mm-hmm. i think a lot of people my age they don't really remember like what they did that like when they were four or five years old and stuff like that but i still mm-hmm. remember um i do still remember those times yeah i look back on it uh with with uh with fondness i don't look back mm-hmm. at it with like regret or like you know there was pain and stuff like that even even the um even the dark period in my life well i wasn't really that young anymore but still even even that that time in my life because mm-hmm. you know as the years go by you suddenly realize oh this is what you learned and you gain perspective on it i think i really like getting older honestly mm. i feel like when i was young i couldn't wait to get old <laughs> i think as everyone weird. does yeah and then when you actually get older, you're like, oh, gosh, there's so much right. responsibility. Right. But then right. I kind of I've always been the kind of person who's who's been good with responsibility. So mm. I guess it wasn't too hard for me. It was just sort of um, getting rid of that innate selfishness you have when you're like a teenager. 
and when you're young you sort of yeah. as you get older you peel away these this layer of selfishness until you're more selfless right um so i think that was the hard part just learning to be less selfish with my time and energy so it's like gotta put some time for laundry and do dishes and things like that you know yeah and i think for but you then, because you 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 had to stay at home for uh, alone right and you really had mm-hmm. to grow up yeah so couldn't spend all my time on the ps2 and the laptop had to do some household <laughs> chores oh uh, gosh yeah. i remember I remember like DG gave me like a bunch of games on the PS2. She's just like, okay, hey, mm-hmm. here, here are all our games. And just like one, remember CD cases? CD cases were a thing back then. Ooh, <laughs> and yeah. she, she gave me a, this whole a bunch of CD cases of uh, PS2 games. It was <laughs> insane. Uh, do you remember memory cards? Oh yeah. I was, I was telling, um, I was telling someone in, um, over here in church about it. Like one of the kids, I was no. because he went, yeah, because he has a PS4 and I'm just like, you know, I sound like an old dude. Like back in my day, <laughs> we had memory cards and, you know, you need to label them to make sure that, oh, this is the lab- this is the memory card where I stored this save in and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Now I feel like one of the biggest the betrayals of my childhood was when my brother saved over my save. Oh, no. Yeah. And like we had no. different colored memory cards. Mine was like teal and his was like the classic gray. So you know if he saved over it, he, it was on purpose. Like oh you could gosh. look at the console and if it's green, it's mine. If it's gray, it's yours. I think he just oh didn't care. Gosh. I think he was just in my little little eight, I don't know how old I was, maybe twelve. In my little mind, I was like, he's just mad that I'm farther along in the game than he is. He did it out <laughs> of spite. <laughs> and then like because my brother's like nine years older than me so he probably didn't care as much as i did about the game he right. was probably just like a genuine mistake and he was saved over it right, right right but yeah when i was a kid i was like he's just he's just mad that i'm farther along in the game and i have more monsters than he does oh <laughs> that yeah. hurts okie dokie what are the most rewarding things about getting older in your opinion um i think learning well mm-hmm. i mean i guess i guess a, um age doesn't na- um education doesn't come naturally with age i mean if you are paying attention to your mistakes and paying mm-hmm. attention to your like experiences then yeah you um it's the learning it's also mm-hmm. i think one of the most sobering things about getting older is the realization that it's not all about you and that exactly. is just such a freeing experience, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, you think people think this about, you think that about. It. And honestly, there are times when I still feel that way, mm-hmm. but it's gotten um, exponentially uh, lesser uh, mm-hmm. as I grew older. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, that's freeing. Yeah, that's the right. That's the correct word for it. It's really, there's really this sense of freedom. We're like, well, no, no one really cares that much about what you do. So, <laughs> yeah, just take, you know, this. You're really just putting pressure on yourself. So stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wise words. 
for you, DJ? Um, for me, the most rewarding thing about getting older is the freedom and like getting more yeah. control of what I want to do and how I do it and like just time to myself because I remember when I was like a teenager, it was just like, you know, and also because I'm the girl, my mom's more protective of me. I had like, of course, and like you stay home. Don't. And my brother was like, oh, but my brother gets to go out and do whatever he likes. But my mom's like, well, he's a boy and he's like 10 years older than you. Right. (laughs) But my brother, he had a habit of like acting very young. So I would think he was close to my age, but he wasn't really. So it was probably fair enough for him to be going off and doing all of these things. Mm. Um, but I was just like, hmm, why can't I go out and hang out with my friends? As if my friends could leave the house too. They just had to stay home as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have that feeling whenever we're, we're kids, right? And that's why we want to grow up. We want to grow up yeah. because we see all the adults doing this things and that thing. But of course, like growing up needs more responsibility and being responsible for yourself. I think I was exactly, yeah. I was talking with my cousin while we were playing um or we were playing on stream um a few weeks ago because I haven't been streaming in a while. Um and we were saying about like yeah you you grow up and you suddenly have all the money you uh you have money and the capability to buy the stuff that you want. Like you want to mm-hmm. buy a PC, you want to buy a console to play all these games and sure but now you're struggling to find the time to play all these things. You don't have the time to, mm-hmm. to, to play a game anymore. You don't have the time to, you know, get on with the boys and, and all that stuff. Um, it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's just life. That's how yeah. life works. Um, what are the most important lessons you've learned in your life? Oh. We'll do like top two maybe. Okay, the the number one thing that I learned and that my parent uh, that my parents, especially my mom, really hammered into me back when I was a kid is in Proverbs in the Bible, and mm-hmm. it's the very first thing which says the big uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord mm-hmm. is the beginning of wisdom, and that's really what set me on the trajectory of like of the rest of my life. To be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. Because she would always tell me that, hey, um, I may not know what you're doing like every time and all that, but always remember the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Second thing, mm-hmm. um, I guess that you'll find, um, we talked about this before, but like, yeah, you'll make friends along the way and you'll, you'll, you'll lose them along the way, but it won't necessarily be like, you know, you had a falling out with them. I think mm-hmm. the I think the term we used was that you know there were friends for like this season of your life, yeah. and um, that's fine. It's not your fault. It's not their fault. Um, mm-hmm. That's just how it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, what's DG? the second one? Oh wait, no, that was your second one. Yeah, that was. I was just like, one. okay, I was just like really into it. I just wanted more. It's okay. There are other questions that I can get wisdom. I can squeeze wisdom <laughs> out of. Um, it's not like am I that old? From am I am I so much older than you that you know? <laughs> I'm joking. Your wise soul. Um, okay, top most important lesson I've learned in my life. Um, it's sort of just like a value actually that I carry with myself. It's like in the end, you only will have yourself, so you have to get comfortable 
with like being alone and having your own back. Right. It's like sort of just like, I think that's something my mom kind of teaches me too. So like to be able to stand on your own, she's like, don't depend on other people so much. And I think that's a great thing because I've never been like needy or sought validation from other people too much, like, or like boys or whatever. Like I would never like be so excited about someone giving me their time. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So, and I've always been like, you know, whatever I went through, I'd be like, I can handle this. I'll be okay. And that, I think that's a very healthy mindset to have. But another lesson I've learned as well is that like nurture the relationships you have with people. Yeah. Where empathy and kindness play like a very important part, like treat people like well, which it sounds like a very basic thing, but I, I feel like some people don't really know that. Oh yeah. But like definitely like, yeah, generally yeah. like my mom's like you just try to like treat people well, treat them with respect and like try to be a good genuine friend to them. And then yeah. as I've gotten older, I I've carried that sort of mindset of being kind and very empathetic. Cuz you know, there's only so much your parents can teach you and also you have to remember your parents are from a different time, so maybe mm-hmm. some of their ideals are a bit ignorant. So, you know, there's unlearning to do and I had to relearn the way I wanted to treat people and how I want to carry relationships in my life. What life advice would you like to pass along? Here you go. I got another, get another nugget of wisdom from Eric. What life advice? Uh, always drink water. <laughs> that's that's really i remember there's just like this point in this entire in the world where like people acted like they had no idea what water was yeah. like it was like a funny thing yeah i'm like it's actually very important you should drink water yeah although i mean i i there are studies now that's funny because there's stu- uh apparently you don't actually have to drink eight waters uh eight waters eight glasses of water eight glasses a day. of water mm-hmm. apparently However, water is still good for you. And yeah, just drink water. Mm-hmm. Um, life advice. Uh, cherish your friends. Cherish mm-hmm. your family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, make sure that you're there for them. Uh, be the person you needed for other people. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, like, like when um, yeah, like when you really needed someone for uh, someone who when you really needed someone to be there for you and no one was there, um, mm-hmm. be that person for other people. Uh, That's yeah. very um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just, pa- and then the most important thing is the, the one that I mentioned. Yeah. The, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, fear him, love him. You know, if you love God, everything else will just flow naturally mm. and you dg i want i want wisdom from you too like the only person you need to be better than is like who you were the day before like hey. so don't compare yourself to other people and it sort of teaches you to focus on yourself as opposed to like focusing on what you don't have you know it like 
sort of cultivate a mindset for appreciation, I guess. Yeah. Which is like another thing entirely, but yeah, cultivate a mindset of appreciation, um, improve yourself without doing it for the purpose of trying to be better than other people. Exactly. I think improve yourself because you want to be better for other people. Like you want to be a good person yeah. yourself and yeah. for other people. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love that. That's nice. Yeah. That's very, very mm-hmm. nice. Thank you for that. Thank you. Um, what do you wish you knew about being older? Uh, that naps are great. <laughs> if I, if I knew, if I knew that, then I would, I would gladly just like nap whenever my mom told me to and not be like, you know, um, what was it again? What was the question again? What do you wish you knew about being older? Oh, what do you, yeah. Okay. So yeah, res- just, just responsibility. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. you're going to have responsibility. You're going to be, you're going to have to be responsible for yourself and you're going to go through stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's normal. That's a normal yeah. thing. Uh, you're going to fail. You're going to mm-hmm. fail a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, don't compare yourself to anybody. Mm-hmm. like stop trying to measure your um your worth based on other people what what other people have done or mm-hmm. like stop trying to measure your accomplishments with other people's accomplishments yeah for sure mm, for me it would be like as much as you have to be responsible and do things you're also responsible for the amount of rest you take like, True. I feel like when you get older, there's just this thing of like, oh, you're working all the time. You have to do all this, be responsible. And no one really ever talks about having to take rest. Yeah. Because you send so many parts of yourself to like your work and all these commitments that you, you do need to take time for yourself. Right. Like, as I've gotten older, I've started prioritizing sleep. Like it's when I don't get sleep at a certain time if like if it's past like 10 or 11 i get very very mean and like i have to be social and stuff like i need to be in bed and my body's like so angry at me that i'm still awake and like the difference between having like four hours of sleep and like sort of getting eight is like night and day right and um, literally night and day because you sleep yeah and uh exercise is very important like staying healthy and fit it helps you go about your day better when you're in good shape um and the food you eat matters like as much as you you can enjoy like uh, pizza and all that stuff and yeah that's good but also (laughs) the kind of food you put in your body matters because when you get older it's difficult for your body to break things down like you can't just have bacon all the time you're not right. a kid anymore. So like now that I'm like in getting back into my fitness thing, I notice like when I feel my body with like chicken breast and broccoli, I perform better in the gym as opposed to if I just eat like a bag of chips. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, oh, this actually makes a difference. Like what you put in your body affects how you move and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, 
you really do have to like take care of yourself and your parents are going to be like eat vegetables go to bed at a certain time like it's it's right. you want the freedom you have the freedom and right. it's about what you do with it and yeah yeah insane. i think i think that's why that's why as kids um we sort of when we were kids we want to grow up because all we see is the freedom yeah and yeah so we're, we really want the freedom and the reason why we all have we we have constraints the reason why our parents you know have rules or have curfews and all that is because we needed to learn responsibility first exactly and and um and now that we do have the freedom we also realize that oh wait freedom comes with responsibility i don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people realize that because a lot of yeah. people want want freedom and they don't want responsibility responsibility they go uh, hand in hand baby yeah and so yeah that's why i think that's why when we were that's why when we were kids we all just want to grow up like really quick yeah like when you're a kid you're like oh there's nothing crazy about washing dishes or doing laundry that's so easy then when you right. get older you're like oh my god i have to do dishes i have to do exactly. laundry or else i'm not gonna have anything to wear or nothing to eat on Exactly. And um, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I, I think my brother has, uh, um, what is it like? It's expected that my brother would w- would feel that sort of way too, and then he would also look at me and be like, "Well, why does, well, why does, uh, why does Kuya get to do this? You know, get to do that and all that." Yeah. And then I was like, "Well, it's because I'm, I'm older." <laughs> i'm older and also at the same time i've got like you know i have a job i can pay like i can pay for these things that's why i can Mm -hmm. do these things uh uh you know you know my mom and dad already know that i uh, i can be responsible for myself so that's why i have uh that's why i have the uh that's why i can do these sort of things Uh, Mm um so but yeah i think it's natural for kids I, i mean we everyone went through that everyone wanted to grow up really quick only for mm-hmm. them to grow up and suddenly be like, uh, I never wanted mind. to stop. <laughs> yeah, please stop. Like, oh, is that the? I remember that um, that that friend scene. Like Joey was like, "Why, God? Why? <laughs> we had a deal. Make them all grow old, not me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that was something I was thinking about. It's like I'm gonna keep getting older. My skin right. is gonna change. Like, yeah. It's gonna sag and get wrinkles. I'm like, I don't yep. want that. I'm in my twenties. I'm in my prime. Yeah, well, oh, gosh. it is what. Now it is. I understand why my mom dyes her hair. <laughs> don't tell her I said that. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's not natural? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, what kind of things make you the happiest now? Light-hearted question. The bright side to being an adult. Yeah, having the freedom to do um, to do what you want. I think mm-hmm. I think I think as you grow up, right? It's like you know that you're old when you when when you find um, joy in like the most mundane things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't have my own place yet, but you know, mm-hmm. going to like index like any like any furniture store yeah furniture stores like stuff like that 
I like that. I like walking through IKEA and being just like, oh, that that would be nice. That would be nice. I, I we we've done that before, right? Yeah, we've, we've done through, that. Yeah, we well, we've walked through IKEA and be and just like you know laid out a room, an imaginative mm-hmm. room of, of some sort. Um, grocery shopping. Oh, I love grocery shopping. Groceries are great. Like, <laughs> just stuff like just stuff like that. Um. Being able to like, well, we had curfew, but like you know, being able to have to drive around with friends, have uh, have talks, you know, mm-hmm. like this, like yeah, it doesn't re- it doesn't necessarily even have to be like a a a full blown hangout where you're doing something exciting or whatever, or there's something on mm-hmm. the agenda. Just just having coffee with with a friend or with friends and just talking. I remember mm-hmm. there was one there was one time where like me and a bunch of friends they just I think we came from DG. I uh, yeah and then they just called up and they're like hey let's go to a star and DG um well DG by the way is like bible study and um mm-hmm. that finishes at like like 9:30 latest at 10 but then they were just like mm-hmm. let's go ga- grab coffee <laughs> and so we went and grabbed coffee at a Starbucks back when Starbucks was there was a Starbucks here that was open for 24 hours. So we just went there and we had coffee and we just talked. And I watched two of them like uh fight off sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but that was uh, but you know it's stuff like that. How about you, yeah, DJ? I, I noticed that the things that make me happiest are like the things that would also make me happy when I was a kid. So mm. like when I, like my, when I make my bed really cozy, I really enjoy that. And like sitting, having time to sit down and watch something on YouTube that I really liked mm. or getting to play with my dog. That Cartoons. Makes me really happy. Mm, yeah. And like getting like a nice backpack and just like walking around. I don't know why that makes me happy. Like, I think it's because when I was a kid, I used to have all these imaginings of like going on an adventure, and you wanted to be Dora. Like a... <laughs> maybe you, you do have a Dora haircut, right? I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's nice that I can like put on a backpack and pack it what I need and just walk around, and like that makes me happy. Um, being able to like surround myself with the things I like. I'd have I have the money to do that now. So like yeah. the kind of food I like or the kind of books I like, the things I like. Like yeah, like the really simple things. Yeah. Being able to listen to a song uninterrupted and just sit somewhere. Love that. Makes me happy. All right. Or walk around listening to a song to a playlist. That mm-hmm. was, that. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Okay, this one's this one's a bit complex, but how have your dreams and goals changed throughout your life? Well, the most obvious thing is that well, when I was younger, I wanted to be a doctor. Ooh, Uh, yeah, that was my dream. And then my mom told me that oh, it takes ten years to be a doctor. I'm like, what? Never mind. (laughs) And also, like, um, blood. Yeah, blood isn't blood is not for me. So never mind. <laughs> um yeah, um uh, I think it's changed because you're still growing. It, because yeah. I was still growing. And then as I grew up, um when I was eleven years old, that was a pivotal moment in my life where I was gifted 
uh, the first two Harry Potter books. And that set me on the course of wanting to write, of uh, falling in love with an imaginary world. And oh, wow. that was, yeah, that was the first time where I was like, oh, wow, I want to do this. I want to be able to, uh, mm-hmm. I want to be able to, uh, to write like this. So yeah, that was, yeah, that was, I think that was the time. And um, I think when we were in school too, I would put, <laughs> I would, I would do these like uh, really, really ridiculous um, skits and whatever for like values class and all that stuff. And it would just be like, sometimes it would just be full blown productions. I remembered like we would have chapel and we would mm-hmm. take like each class would be assigned to do something like each week and whenever it was my class's turn we would take like the whole the entirety of chapel time for the whole thing that we would do because no one ever said anything about hey it only has to be this much time all right so we would put we would put like we would to get we would put together mini productions we would film something and it would it, it would last so long that there would only be like 10 minutes left for whoever was teaching um <laughs> that time so yeah, um, as I yeah as I grew up, I I did more of that, and then I realized that yeah, oh, I want to be in the creative industry. I want to be creative um, in my line of work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, is it yeah? It's a far it's a stretch from being a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, DJ? for me, my goals and dreams have changed in the way that. It's not about a title or making money or having a certain living space to show for it. I used to think success could be measured a grand apartment and having like seven digits worth of finances in your bank account and like being a boss of some manager or whatever. As I've gotten older, I define success by sort of how often I have time to do what I really value. So if I have time to spend with my family, um, like the freedom to spend with my family and and like to do the things I like, like to have rest and have time for self-care where I don't feel like I'm constantly out of the house and like gunning for something. So now now my goals are just like i want to have my own time like i don't want to constantly be working because i used to be in the hospitality industry and i would work like 10 hour shifts and if you add transport and like having to be there early to like do makeup and get dressed that's like 12 14 hours and so when i go home i'd only have to have time to eat a bit of dinner while talking to my mom so i couldn't do one thing at a time and then maybe i'll watch like one youtube video then I have to sleep because if I don't have energy, I can't walk around in heels all day the next day. Right. And so I wouldn't have time to like raise a puppy or like go to the gym or like meditate and journal if I was still in that industry. I think the beauty with my job now is like I can provide for myself and do the things I like and not feel burnt out. Yeah. So I just I define success that way where I actually enjoy what I'm doing and I have time to do the things that matter to me. It's not really about how much money is in my bank account or what role I have and what my apartment looks like. 
don't really care about those things as much anymore. True, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What are you most proud of? Oh, what am I most proud of? Um, I'm proud that I'm still here. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, that, that does ma- mean a lot because of the things you shared a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, I'm I mean, proud I, that you're here too. I'm very happy you're here too. I mean, not just that. In the sense of like, in the in the sense that I'm proud that I'm I'm still here. That I'm, uh, that I'm still trying to make my. Uh, I'm still trying to be better. I'm, uh, you know, I'm still trying to be a better person. I'm still trying to. Uh, really surrender myself to the Lord every day so that he can, you know, mold me, that he can change me, um, that I'm still here at least trying to be creative, you know, trying to do the stuff that I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad that uh, I'm, I'm proud that I have not like given up. And I don't mean that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't mean that. Just, um, uh, just because of you know the what we talked about the last uh, few episodes, but also just like in the sense where like I've given up on, on like life, or like I've given up on trying, or I've given up on saying that oh, uh, this is as good as it's gonna get. So I might as well just settle in for the long haul. No, I do think that um, there's still more for me. There's still more that I can do. I do feel that God is still calling me for more. Um, so yeah, I'm proud that I'm still here and that I'm still reaching for more and I'm not settling. It's very beautiful. I'm beautiful. No, I'm joking. You are beautiful. <laughs> You're a wonderful person. Beautiful person. Um, for me, I am most proud of my mindset that I have today about, mm. you know, like, like you, where it's like, I want to improve to be a better person for myself and for others every day. And like, I put a lot of value in kindness and empathy um, and educating myself. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can do like the superficial things. Like I'm happy. I finished high school, (laughs) college, I have a job, but like, yeah, I think what I'm most proud of is my mindset because there could very realistically be a reality where I wasn't like this. Yeah. And that kind of terrifies me. I really like who I am now. And I'm, you know, as much as we talk about wanting to go back in time to be a certain age and all of that there, I've found so much beauty in getting older and molding myself to be the person I want to be. Like you said, to be the person that you needed or others needed. Yeah, I find a lot of beauty in that and trying to make myself that kind of person. So I'm I'm proud of that, like the mindset I have. Definitely. Is, mm-hmm. That's something yeah. you should definitely be proud of. Mm-hmm. I'm proud, proud of, of you for that. And thank you. And not this is less important, but I'm very proud to have raised a dog from a puppy. It's very hard. I don't think I don't think that's less important. I think that shows that's very important. <laughs> no, I no honestly, I think that shows that you're capable of like keeping another living thing alive. Like, yeah, that's a big thing. Like, and, you um, know. for anyone who wants to raise a puppy, do temperament tests on your dog. It's very important. 
Oh, is there such a thing? I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Like, so think about like the lifestyle you have and the kind of personality you have. So let's say if you're like a more quiet person and you just like having time in, don't get the dog that's very active and has a dominant personality. Right. <laughs> and you'll be like, stop barking, stop doing this. You know, just have a dog that's chilled in temperament. Nice. Um, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I-, I want a chilled dog. Because mm-hmm. Rosie is, she's not insane, but she has her <laughs> moments. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get you. Um, I get so you. to end things nice and sweet. Three tips for being an adult. Three tips for being an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of still feel that I'm not qualified to answer this question. <laughs> you don't feel like an adult no matter how no one, no one, are. no Yeah, no one feels like an adult. Um, there's going to be a responsibility. So be uh, and no matter how how ready you think you are for it, there's always mm-hmm. going to be some part of you that isn't going to be, and that's okay, mm-hmm. and that's okay. I honestly think that it's much easier nowadays because you know it used to be back then. You know, uh, it'll be like the way uh, whatever your parents say, like this is how to do it, and that's how you're gonna do it. But nowadays, you know, you've got YouTube, you've got all this, and then you could figure stuff out for yourself. I mean, kids nowadays are building PCs. So yeah, if you can build a PC. Insane. Yeah, if you can In build a, a PC. Way, not like a scary way. Yeah. If you can build a PC, you can cook you can cook a dinner for yourself. Um, so you can survive. Um yeah. yeah so yeah. Um be ready for responsibility. You might not be ready for the entirety of it, but that's okay. You're gonna go through stuff. You're going to fail and that's okay too. You're going <laughs> to say stupid stuff. You're going to do stupid stuff. Hopefully though, you don't say and do stupid stuff um, willingly, like knowingly. <laughs> I know, I know that it's going to be like a great story to tell your, 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 your kids or your, I don't know, whoever, but the smart person is the one who a smart person learns from their mistakes but a smarter person also learns from other people's mistakes and they don't have to go through the uh, experience themselves. And number yeah. three, mm-hmm. yeah, drink water, bro. Water is important. So delicious water. Mm-hmm. Okay. So oh, tips for me, um, be comfortable being alone. You don't always have to go to that party or see right. these people. Like, enjoy your time. Learn to enjoy your time alone. And know that when you focus on yourself and the things that matter to you, it will benefit you in the long run. Like, yeah, yeah going to that party and, like, dancing till three in the morning, some memories will be made. But going to sleep and having those eight hours in the long run, building that habit is going to benefit you so much more. And will allow you to make more memories because you'll be alive. Exactly. You'll be alive. You'll have long life. <laughs> exactly. Um, the second one is keep learning. Like just have yeah. the curiosity to learn. Try new things, new food, new activities, read new genres. Just like constantly feed your mind because, you know, you stop going to school at one point And when you get into work, 
Um, usually within your job description, you do very similar things. So, you know, don't become complacent. Like in your free time as a hobby, like pick up new things, learn new things. It's yeah. You are responsible for your own mental stimulation and growth. And that's how you make life exciting for yourself. You have to look at, look into new things pretty yeah. much. Stimulate, stimulate your mind. Yeah. Um, and, I, and lastly, mm-hmm. my third and final tip. As an adult, <sighs> as, as an a well-versed well, uh, adult. Save your money. Hmm. Like, no one, everyone says it, like your parents, like, save your money. You don't know what can happen. Like, I can't tell you how much more confident I was in making decisions, knowing that I had some money put away that if something bad would happen, I could take care of it. Like the more money you have saved, the more confidence and freedom you'll have because you know, like, Oh, maybe if my dog gets sick, I have some money put away where I can pay for her vet bills. Or if work's a little late paying, I know I have money put away where I can pay this month and then I'll just replace it when I get paid. You know what I mean? Like having that safety net is so much better than having that new iPhone. Sorry to you, iPhone users. That's (laughs) true. That's true. Yeah. Like think long-term when you, when you're an adult, you really do have to. Yep. It is what it is. Like you could get into like something like, I don't know, Forex trading or, or maybe crypto, like get into crypto or something. I don't know. Something, uh, something that can make you also like passive income or, yeah to help you out but yeah saving money is indeed uh i guess i would add like one la- just to end this all uh, just to end all this um be kind oh yeah just, so important literally uh, just, be kind. yeah just be kind and um i don't think we have to explain what kindness means. <laughs> yeah. like but be kind to others but also be kind to yourself yeah, exactly. Being alive is a trial and error process. Yeah. Like you're going to do some things and you're going to feel like very disappointed in yourself. And don't like punish yourself forever. You know, be compassionate. Right. You did the best you could with the tools you had at that time. Now that you know better, do better. Like that Maya mm. Angelou quote. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. This is your first so- time being alive. Just be kind to yourself <laughs> other people <laughs> your first their first time your, being alive too your first and only time being alive your first so and only time that's why it's important to be kind but yeah mm-hmm. uh, um be kind to yourself learn from your mistakes own up to your mistakes yes you know a being lot of people talk about is a very big part of being adult yeah a lot of people uh talk about like oh okay so i learned from my mistake and then now i'm gonna move on no you also need to own up to your mistakes if you hurt other people but yeah, yeah be kind like if- be kind be kind to others. There's like, there's such a lack of kindness in the world. True, yeah. And you will it it might feel like scary to be accountable, but I promise you you'll feel better like making that apology and being self-aware of your mistakes than just brushing it under the rug. You really will. Yeah. And that's just that's being that um it's being kind to other that's all that's being kind to others but also uh it's also actually also being kind to yourself yeah so yeah anyways 
Thank you all so much for joining us today. I hope you um, enjoyed that trip down memory lane and um, a bunch of spieling about all our experiences. I, I still don't feel like we're old enough to to have this talk <laughs> and give advices. But hey, yeah. um, DG put that question in, so I guess um, I don't know. Like 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 everything else we talked about, um, I I still feel like even though we are at this age. I also feel like we're we're also not experts in being adults, so take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like literally, all I'm thinking about right now is like I want some chips when we're done with this. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm literally gonna go and um, make myself a cinnamon toast crunch right after. Ooh, this. so good, delicious. That's uh, adulting. You can yeah, that's spend adulting. your time doing a podcast, and when you're exactly. done, you can have a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. You can have the money to buy cinnamon toast cards. Two boxes, you know? Ooh. Just That's beautiful. Hey. All right. Well, on that note, we are going to say goodbye, and we hope to see you again next week. Once again, don't forget, if you want to leave a message you can do so. There is a link. If you're listening on Spotify, you just go click the episode description and a link um, and a link to where you can um, leave your voice message will be there. Uh, we thank you all for watching. Uh, watching. Listening. Yeah, well, um, whatever, whatever you're watching right now, but as long as you're listening to us. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you all next week. Say bye, DG. Bye.